Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It feels terrible when a beloved character from a movie gets killed off unceremoniously and there's nothing we can do to stop it. But as it turns out, it's not just us, the viewers, that feel bad about this. Sometimes it's the creators themselves who regret killing off their characters. So let's take a look at a few of them. I'm Amy from What Culture, and here are eight creators who regretted killing off movie characters. Eight, Jonathan Kasdan called Val's death a cheat. Solo, a Star Wars story. By far the most divisive death in Solo, a Star Wars story, is that of Tobias Beckett's wife, Val, a member of Beckett's crew who sacrifices herself during the train heist, detonating an explosive which allows for the rest of the gang to escape at the cost of her own life. Many fans were disappointed that such a promising character, and one played by such a talented actress, was wiped off the chessboard so quickly, and Newton herself recently expressed her own frustrations. She stated that she felt disappointed at her character's death, especially as she was originally scripted to survive. Apparently, she was killed off just as a convenience thing more than anything else. Shortly after the film's release, solo co-writer Jonathan Kasdan admitted that killing Val ultimately wasn't one of his better creative calls. In retrospect, he said, Tandy Newton may actually have been too good and too interesting as Val. She's so compelling to watch that the death of her character feels like a cheat. 7. Ryan Coogler loved Ulysses' claw and hated killing him. Black Panther Black Panther is a terrific movie with several incredibly satisfying death scenes, though co-writer-director Ryan Coogler has significant misgivings about deciding to kill off South African arms dealer Ulysses Claw. Claw dies after being double-crossed by Eric Killmonger, who murders him and uses his corpse to gain entry to Wakanda. Coogler, who clearly has a great fondness for both the character and the actor Andy Serkis, doesn't seem so sure he made the right call. Coogler spoke about how he was killed off more as a convenience thing, how in a large cast like that you always have to lose some people. This wasn't ideal, he said, because Circus always brings a great energy to whatever he's working on. Ultimately, it sounds like Claw's demise was more a practical, utilitarian decision than one made because it was the best for the character. That's not to say that Claw's death is bad by any means, but that he could have done so much more in the MCU if he was still kicking around. 6. Barbara Broccoli admitted Strawberry Fields should have survived. Quantum of Solace now, few would profess to call Quantum of Solace one of the stronger Daniel Craig Bond movies, and that's in a large part because its supporting roster of characters is, frankly, quite forgettable. Strawberry Fields shows up midway through the film to effectively babysit Bond and ensure he heads back to the UK. But, of course, 007 quickly seduces her and that plan goes out the window. Predictably, soon enough, Fields makes her exit when her body's discovered drowned in crude oil, in a smack-on-the-head homage to a similar scene from Goldfinger. Many fans were left disappointed that a talented 
up-and-comer like Jenna Arterton was cast in a thankless nothing role like this. None more than Arterton herself, who revealed in 2012 that even the Bond producer, Barbara Broccoli, admitted they made a mistake by killing her. In a brief conversation between the two women, Broccoli said that she'd wished they hadn't killed Fields off and that it would have been good to have her come back. Instead, Arterton joins the long list of skilled actresses fobbed off with strangely insubstantial supporting roles in the Bond franchise. 5. James Cameron apologized for William McMaster Murdoch's reputation. In the case of James Cameron's Titanic, it's less that he outright regretted killing off First Officer William Murdoch, a real-life figure who indeed died in the 1912 catastrophe, but instead the means through which he depicted it. In the film, Murdoch is in charge of the Titanic's bridge on the night it's hit by the iceberg. During the rush for lifeboats, Murdoch panics and shoots two young men dead, and upon realizing the gravity of his actions, he promptly shoots himself in the head. It's one of Titanic's most memorably bleak moments, and yet entirely fictionalized by Cameron. This unsurprisingly caused quite the stink with both historians and Murdoch's living descendants, who felt that it mischaracterized him as a villain. Fox Vice President Scott Neeson ultimately went to Murdoch's home village to smooth things over with his family. While Cameron more recently expressed regret about portraying him this way. He went back and forth justifying his choice to defame the real-life Murdoch before concluding that he perhaps wasn't quite as sensitive to the surviving family as he could have been. Fundamentally, though, Cameron has rewritten the man's history for the masses, and there's very little that can be done about that now. 4. Wes Craven protested against Marge Thompson's ridiculous demise. A Nightmare on Elm Street a Nightmare on Elm Street is one of the greatest horror movies of all time, so great in fact that it's easy to forgive the film's infamously goofy twist ending. What begins as an eerie dream sequence in which Nancy rides off with her miraculously alive friends ends with a still-living Freddy grabbing Nancy's mother Marge and dragging her, or rather a hilariously unconvincing dummy, through the front door window. Craven, who had no desire to do any spin-offs at all, originally wrote a more concrete, closed-off ending in which Nancy defeats Freddy and wakes up to find the whole film's events were a nightmare. But the New Line Cinema boss Bob Shea insisted upon a final ending implying Freddy's survival, and Craven just couldn't stop it. He later admitted that of all the endings he was going to be forced to use, he at least used the dummy through the doorway one because it was funny. He knew he wasn't going to get the ending he wanted, so he may as well use one that amused him. However, in an interview shortly before his death, Craven outright stated that he regretted backing down and agreeing to end the film on Marge's demise. Do I regret changing the ending, he said? I do, because it's the one part of the film that isn't me. 3. Stephen S. Denight admitted that Makomori's death didn't work. Pacific Rim Uprising Pacific Rim Uprising was a crushing disappointment for many reasons, not least that it brought back the first film's breakout character Mako Mori for a thankless cameo that ended with her totally pointless demise in a helicopter accident. The decision to kill the fan-favorite character without even giving her the opportunity to get involved in the action was hugely unpopular with fans. Writer-director Denight later admitted that due to decisions above his head, her arc was whittled down into something more disposable. He hated that her role and significance got chipped away because of budgetary and time constraints. He said, quote, I loved that character. I loved her and I don't think, ultimately, that her death had the weight it deserved. You can't fault the honesty here. It's not so much that Denight regrets the idea of killing Mako, which absolutely could have worked if done right, but the utterly rushed, flippant way in which she's taken out. 2. John Carpenter called killing a young girl stupid. 
Assault on Precinct 13 Assault on Precinct 13 is one of John Carpenter's greatest movies, yet also one of his most controversial, largely due to a brutal sequence early on where a young girl called Kathy is shot dead by a gangster whilst purchasing some ice cream. It's a brutal yet darkly hilarious scene, if only because it's so utterly unexpected, even in a Carpenter movie of all things. Carpenter had to effectively sneak the scene into the film's theatrical release, as the MPAA threatened to give it an X rating if the scene was included. As such, he gave a cut copy of the movie to the MPAA, but distributed an entirely different version with the scene intact, a trick you'd surely not get away with today. Despite Carpenter's reputation for being a no-apologies maverick, he did later state that he regretted the sequence and particularly how graphically he depicted Kathy's demise. We had a scene where a little girl gets killed with a gun, he said, and it was pretty horrible at the time and I don't think I'd do it again, but I was young and stupid. I don't really think it was very clever. It was very ham-fisted. I mean, wow, the last thing you want to be is ham-fisted. 1. Sylvester Stallone said it was foolish to kill Apollo Creed. Rocky IV Without a doubt, the most iconic death scene in the Rocky franchise is Apollo Creed's in-ring demise at the hands of Ivan Drago. While promoting the recently released director's cut, writer-director Sylvester Stallone bluntly stated that he regretted killing Apollo and now had a more emotionally compelling idea for his fate. He said he'd wish that instead Apollo had survived and opened up to all the things that we didn't even know about, all the multitudes inside the character we never got to see. He could have been a father figure, a mentor, a brother. It would have changed the entire trajectory of the Rocky films. On one hand, it's easy to appreciate the appeal of Creed surviving the fight, but at the same time, we may never have gotten the Creed movies either without his death. Given that Adonis's journey is informed by the idea of his father's legacy, it ultimately seems for the best that Apollo died at Drago's hand, melodramatic though it might be. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.